Right, hello everyone. Welcome along to the next episode of Championship Drill. Joined by Phil, with Jerry. Um, seems like we've been away for about four months. The international break was so long. Yeah, it actually does. It seems like we've done this like six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. we, we have to be honest with our viewers. We realised there was a, a, a shite load of fixtures on after Friday. the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we switch off like. Yeah. You kind of forget it's Easter weekend when they have to play on the Monday as well. So they have to play the games on Friday. Yeah, for a second, yeah, it was mad. Yeah, but uh, but there you go. Um, I think we're going to start off with something that just, um, for ourselves, um, the Jack Charlton documentary. Did you get a chance to watch it? A uh, bit. I didn't see I it. I didn't I see it. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm absolutely good. Because I know, yeah. Steve, we've done the... We done the tribute shoot when we done the tribute to Jack yeah. Charlton, and that done a lot of views on, on YouTube. It was quite popular, but I seen bits and pieces. I seen the the whole um, story of Jack Charlton remembered Paul McGrath, yeah. which was yeah. mad. That was, that, was, that was a great Yeah, he couldn't remember anyone, but he could remember Paul McGrath when he saw him. Um, they had a good old relationship. It's on YouTube, I think. Um, I'm sure someone put it up there, yeah, or it's probably even there. on the RT players or one of those as well. Or whatever player you are, BBC, iPlayer, wherever you're living in the world. Um, but just wanted to talk about that because I was watching the game yesterday, um, the Brentford game, and there was a bit in it, Norgaard and I can't remember who it was, clashed heads pretty badly. And we had the one earlier this season with like Arsenal Wolves, and we've had it a few times um, this season. Like they've brought in the new concussion protocols. But when you could see, like with Jack, was from like heading the big heavy ball and probably clashing his heads more times than not, that has led to kind of the brain damage that he ended up suffering, and obviously his brother as well. Like, it's it's a start, I suppose, to concussion protocols. But is it something that needs to be taken out of the hands of the clubs, like yeah. they do in rugby and like they do in the NFL, where you just have an independent doctor who just tells the club, look, he has to go off. And just take it out of the club doctor's hands, physio's hands. And if there's any doubt at all that someone has clashed their heads, they just have to leave the pitch yeah. until um, they can be cleared. Uh, I, I like the way they do it in rugby. That referee just tells them, you're going off, you hit your head. Even if he's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with me. The ref says, look, you have to go get checked. If you check out, you can come back on. Yeah, it makes sense, really. Because um, as you say, it could be the minute... Like, you know, like a player could clash heads, feel okay, and then four minutes down the line, then you know, it might get a blood clot or might something, something might happen in the brain. Kevin Kevin Doyle's a good example. I think Kevin Doyle had to retire from concussions, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he got you know, it happens a lot, and I think there was one a few weeks ago. Was it um, was it this year, Dup or one of those that was kind yeah. of clashed heads, said he was okay, yeah, came back on the pitch and was taken off at halftime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I was bad. Um, yeah, I remember because, it. and it is a start, I suppose, that they're allowing the concussion subs with these new green slips and what have you, and they're trialing it till the end of the season. But when when you see the players that are suffering with the the head injuries and that, it's I don't think it's it's going far enough. And the problem at the minute is you if you make a concussion sub, that player is gone for the game. There's no he can't come back. It's a permanent substitution. Yeah. But if you look to a big game, like let's say you're in the Champions League final or the playoff final even, and you're like like Brentford's there in the playoff final and Ivan Tony clashes his head and he tells everyone, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. They're going to leave him on to try and 
score a goal, but maybe you just need the referee or you need someone to say, look, he clashed heads, you both have to be checked out. A sub can come on for, you know, till you're both checked out and then either that becomes permanent or you can come back off again if, if he's cleared the protocols. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see yeah. how long it takes to do the protocol, Steve, you know, because like, as you say, when when you when a player goes down with a head of clash, you know, there's obviously checks, they put the light in the eye and they check responses and yeah. reflexes and stuff. But as you say, it is it is a serious matter. Um, and the way they do it in the rugby is quite good, you know what I mean? So is it the case they have to do that? Because, you know, thankfully we're not seeing much of it, but there is there is players that do have, um, they do have permanent damage. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you look at these kind of really big crosses coming into a box and you see a, a, a good striker ahead of the ball or a good defender. It's, it's serious impact, you know what I mean? They make it look easy because they're trained athletes, but... You know what I mean? We've often seen players rub their head or do something. Like, I remember playing with Temple and getting, you know, the back of the skull was the worst part, like, where you get a crack into the back of the skull. Hits, you know, it's you know that yourself, Steve. It's not nice. No, it happens. It happens a lot. And, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a spark, but they seem to be way behind other sports when it comes to looking after players with concussion. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll move on, so I suppose, to games on Friday and Saturday. Um, Bournemouth, Middlesbrough, 3-1 win for Bournemouth. Huge win for them in the race for the playoffs. Um, yeah. Good free kick from Dan Juma to find Billings, who volleyed it into the corner. Borough were pretty good in the first half. Yeah. Deserved equaliser from Watmore. Then Lerma and 12th goal in the season for Solanke. Gave uh, Bournemouth all the three points in that one. They pushed towards the playoffs, just behind Reading with a game in hand. Uh, sketchy, sketchy form for Borough though, at the wrong time. They've lost three the last five. And uh, after Bournemouth's bad run, they've won four the last six. Yeah. Woodgate um, yeah. said after the match that they were shocking in the first half. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Borough deserve to be level. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But uh, they came out much better team second half. And I don't know. It's just like I said, it's a bit sketchy form for Middlesbrough at the minute. Losing yeah. three the last five games yeah, yeah, yeah. when they really did have a chance of pushing for the playoffs, and it's not beyond them yet, obviously. No, but, you know, seven points now, isn't it? It's tough. It's one of those where seven games to go. You imagine, like a lot of teams that are just outside the playoffs, Cardiff being another one, they're going to have to win like five or six of those yeah, seven games. They'd have to win five or six of them. Yeah, yeah. So it's not it's not impossible yeah. to do, but it's going to be difficult. There are eight games after or seven. I think there's eight. What's that? I think there's eight. Games. Um, eight some teams are on 39 games. Some teams are on okay. 38. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you have 46 games in the season. So some teams have seven left. Some teams have eight left. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, I suppose Bournemouth keep the pressure on. I know you both said Reading are going to drop out. Bournemouth win their game in hand. Reading will drop out. I want to say a bold move. I want to say Barnes, they are not going to make it the way they're playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll come to their game later. Bit unlucky. Both teams were a bit unlucky in that game, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but what about Borough? Like, is there any hope or is it a case of they're going to have to win a lot of the last games left? Um, I don't know. I think... I think 50, 56 points, so they're... Um, <laughs> they're like six or seven points off the playoff, but like, I can't see it happening. No, not, not at all. Like you have the likes of Cardiff and, and uh, Bournemouth chasing. I think it's going to be hard. Yeah. Like, 
we could even see Millwall leapfrog Middlesbrough, which is quite incredible given the season they've had. Um, they've probably mm-hmm. been the unluckiest team all season, but yeah, I think Borough could be in trouble. Look, I, I, you know what I mean? A top 10 for them is probably decent. Um, yeah, I think, Warnock won't I think won. they take that. Yeah, I think they yeah. will. You know, if yeah. they got a 9th or an 8th, that would be perfect for them. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I mean, he came in last season, like we said, saved them from relegation. So they've really kicked on this season to be a much better they, side. Than... They've been missing a key players though the last few games. Yeah. Yeah. As well. And it's it's tough. It's tough for teams to be able to do that. But uh, can you see Bournemouth now? They've turned their form around a bit. Like we said, four wins in the last six. Will they be able to push into the playoffs now? They'll nip Redden. I tell you, my prediction will be right. They'll nip Redden. I think they'll actually end up, they'll end up above Barnsley as well. Yeah, I think they might. I, I think Norwich and Watford are walking away with the promotion. I think Brentford, you'll have Swansea, you probably have Bournemouth, and it'd be the yeah. card of Barnsley. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Move on then to a game, two teams that are kind of playing for nothing at the minute other than Pride, the last end of the season, Bristol City Stoke. 2-0 win for Stoke, who really don't play very well away from home lately, so a good win for them, I suppose. Um, Bristol, I think their manager, their players, everyone would say this was not their best performance of the season. Um, Semedo had a great chance for them, the only real good chance they had. Powell got Stoke going, his 12th of the season. He's been very good for them this season, and then a Fletcher free kick around the hour mark. Um, good win away from home for Stoke. Bristol... And um, playing for very little, it's probably hard to get a little bit motivated. And um, Pearson did give a league debut to their 18 year old striker, Sam Bell, but he had to come off after 15 minutes injured, so that was disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Stoke needed to improve away from home, so it was a good win for them. And nice to see Pearson giving some of the youngsters a run out now that the season is pretty yeah, much over for Bristol. I mean, he can afford to take risks. Like, we'll, we'll probably see a few more of these kind of games come to the end of the season where there's two teams that are not playing for a whole lot yeah. playing against each other. I think I think they're going to try things few, out. They get in a few players next season, they'll be dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Stoke were brilliant. I watched the highlights, they were fantastic. Nick Paul is brilliant. Goal of the week for me. I know Very I should good. be there right now, but that was Fletcher's yeah. free yeah. kick unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And Paul, how good has he been for them? Oh, I agree. He, he was always good, but like he just doesn't have the motivation or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 12 goals, though. You know, he's not really playing up front. He's more coming in off the wings like, a lot I, of time. I, I, remember, I, I remember watching him there for United when he was a young lad. It was always kind of like, this guy could be good. Yeah, yeah. I could, I could tell you a story, lads. I, I was I was working for a company in Cork um, back in 2010, okay? And um, I was chatting to this guy in England. It just happened to be I was working, I was doing... Um, kind of inbound calls and a fella was trying to get Sky TV, right um, so 2010 and he was like um, I was like look what's your name and he was like oh it's Mr. Paul and uh, long story short lads it was it was Nick Paul's dad um, and he was telling me that my son his son was playing for Crew Alexander yeah. he's like oh very good I goes look that's, that's brilliant I goes I'll, I'll google his name later on Nick. he goes remember his name it's Nicholas yeah. Nicholas yeah. Paul but look they call him Nick yeah. Paul and then um, he goes, he'll be a big player. He's he's on the first team of Crew Alexander, 2010. He goes like he's quite young, like um. And long story short, then he joined Manchester United in 2012. Yeah. Do you know it's it's crazy, yeah. it's world, like. It is. Uh, it is. I um, I used always thought of him was he went to Wigan where he didn't kind of kick off. Yeah, but this this been a good season for him, and he'll look to build on that next year. He might leave though. Um, yeah. 
he like, might leave. He might leave. Very good for like a lot of this. Yeah, the Stoke, the Stoke team in general are quite old, so you don't know who's going to be around and not around. They need a few young players themselves to come in, so be nice to see him. Uh, O'Neill give um, some of the youngsters a chance for Stoke in their last few games of the season just to see what they're like. Yeah, definitely. Move on then to Cardiff. Bad loss for Cardiff here against Nottingham Forest. Um, an absolute <laughs> game of two halves, this one. Just Forest dominating the opening half of the game. Managed to get a goal when they were on top through Garner. Lovely cross from Christie, has to be said. Uh, Millwall, we know, or Cardiff rather. Good at the back. Big, strong players, so, you know, to score from across, it's got to be a good one. It was from Christie. Um, Amiobi had a chance to score before that. Cardiff, Sang had a good chance in the first half, their only real chance. Second half then, Cardiff all over them, just couldn't score. More missed yeah. a great chance. Yeah, there was, uh, Brown, there was a few chances that I was like, how did he miss those? Yeah, yeah. had a good chance. That would, like, um, that would say Flint... I think had a really bad one. It was about four yards out, and he missed. Very bad header, yeah. That was very bad. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, yeah, Cardiff really went for it in the closing stages. Forest hung on. Forest up to sixteenth. Cardiff for what? They're five outside the playoffs, I think. With seven to go. I don't think they're going to make it. To be honest with you. No, again, a bit closer than Borough, but again, like Borough, they can't really afford many slip ups. Again, you're looking. They're going to have to win five or six of those seven games. They have very hard. I could only imagine the. After the game, Uton and McCarthy with the cup of tea in the back. I can only imagine what they were saying to each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, played play together many times for Ireland. I think Cardiff have only won one game of this and picked up the contract. Yeah, yeah, I think so. A few draws in that, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah I don't, I don't think a, so. A I bad think once they finish in the top 10, it's good for them, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they won't give up. They'll keep going because we can see how fast things can change in this division. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Reading lose Harry their next Cardiff win and suddenly the gap is small again. What's that, Phil? Harry Wilson was great yesterday. No, no. I, I think it was an off day, especially the first half. Cardiff were awful and they just couldn't score in the second half. Yeah. 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 And Wilson was probably playing at Wales too, lads, was he? Uh, yeah, I think yeah, so. That's a, there's there's a lot of players that were a lot of tired players coming back for some teams. Anyway, uh, move on to Derby Luton. Big win again. There was a lot of big wins yesterday down at the bottom, especially. Um, you know, the, Rooney said beforehand it was a game they really, really had to win. What's the nice what's opening the goal from Gregory? Uh, what's, what's, the story, what's the story of Whitehorn? Because Rooney said that he went through disciplinary error uh, issues. Yeah, I had no idea. They, they won't say, lockdown, I'd say. Reach a lockdown or something, I'd say. He'd done something there, I'd say. I could be wrong, but normally that's what it is. Yeah. His control, though, now that you talk about Waghorn, for that first goal, unbelievable. Yeah. It was like, it wasn't the greatest crossfield pass in the world. Controlled it really well to set up Gregory. Yeah. Um, really nice bit of skill from Waghorn, that one. Yeah. Um, Adebayo, great form he's been in since he's come to Luton. Uh, Marshall... I don't know how we got to the save, got to it. Great save. Um, Lawrence then had one cleared off the line by Clark. Adebayo fired a header wide. Pretty open and entertaining game, really. Yeah. Chinny got second goal for Derby, and that was kind of enough then. Yeah. Both these teams, though, coming into this, had 58 league goals between them both all season. Crazy. Um, crazy. Derby, coming into this, Derby hadn't scored in five of their last six games. 
A little bit of breathing room now at the bottom, but they're going to need a few more wins. It's it's not over for them yet. They're not safe yet, but the big win for them yesterday. Yeah, great, great, great. out for them, Steve. Definitely, I think they Gregory's great player. Um, so he he definitely made um you know a massive impact. But as you said, they need to get wins. They really do because they could still be in trouble. Yeah, it's a it's good win yesterday. Clear them a little bit, but you know they can't relax. I think we're safe now because. Every time that seems to happen, they get dragged back in again. Um, I don't know, Luton, again, very happy with their season, as we always say. They'll be delighted. And they don't get hammered in many games either, Luton. They're oh. they're very well organised. Lost by the odd goal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're unlucky in a lot of games. And they had their chances to score yesterday. And like we said, 58 goals between both teams, you know, they don't really, you know, score... A that's, lot of goals, so you have to take your chances though. when they come. That should be it for Derby, no, really. They should be safe enough. Well, as you said, they should be. They lose it, their next three now, though, and they're in trouble again. Yeah. If they stay up, though, lads, they'll be a different team next year. Well, Wayne, like the, the X factor there is Wayne Rooney. Like, yeah. if he has a few quid next year, yeah. he's going to bring in big players on loan and, and he'll bring in, he'll get the likes of Phil Jones. I know we always name drop Phil Jones, but he'd get players that, you know are good I think Derby will be dominant next year if they do stay up yeah yeah no you're right you'd hope so you'd like to think so Um, kind of like Borough this season you know Warnock came in managed to do a decent job keep them up last year and this year they've been a lot better so you imagine Derby could do yeah. something similar and if they're taken over with the mega bucks they could even push Jeez, they'll be like the next City. Much like Man City. If, if yeah. the owners are supposed to be the cousins of the Man City owners, Jesus, they're cousins, yeah. Last 10 years, all the one family. No, you, we might <laughs> see Sergio Aguero go to Derby next year and he'll be in the championship. He'll have so much money, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. And um, yeah, you never know, yeah. Move on into another game, the kind of big impact down at the bottom. Millwall beating Rotherham 1 0. Not a great game, really. Came to life in the second half. Um, Richard Wood was sent off for taking down Wallace when he was throwing goal. Um, then Wallace himself gave Millwall the lead. A nice finish from Wallace in that one. But, yeah. you know, not a lot of chances in this game, really. No, no. Uh, bad, bad loss for Rotherham. They needed to win that yeah. because they had the games in hand. Yeah. Um, big penalty miss, though, for Rotherham. Um, Smith was taken down. Uh, you know... Kowski saved the penalty. A good save, but it wasn't quite in the corner enough. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know. You know, Rodham played very well. Millwall are doing just enough to win games. Just get there. And if Millwall had a striker, my God, they'd be dangerous. I think they're only eight points off the playoffs. Yeah. Off the draws, did we say, like 16 draws or something last week? A few weeks 16 draws, yeah. 14 like, wins, eight draws, 10 losses, yeah. Yeah, four of those draws become wins. Suddenly, they're level with Reading. Yeah, on point. Exactly. Yeah, it's you mad. Know? Football at its finest. You know, it's it's mad. Like yet again, you look at the, you look at like Rotherham needed to win that game, lads. They, like there are thirty five games, ten wins, five um five draws, is twenty losses. But like as I said, look, I'm, I'm going to be selfish purely dumped to the fact that if we can travel next year, obviously we're going to attend a couple of games, and I want to go to commentary, and I, I want to go see Birmingham play. But then the thoughts of Ogden Benny and Sally are playing Rotherham. I'd love to see them in the flesh and playing. Um, so it's it's interesting, like as you say, Wickham. You know what I mean? They're 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 rock bottom at thirty. They look doomed. You know what I mean? But it just it's you know you, you have Derby, Birmingham, and Coventry. 
fighting for absolute survival there. Like, you know, it's it's immense. And you look at Millwall then, like as you say, Steve, if they had a striker, they would definitely be in the playoff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, absolutely Rotherham though they looked good yesterday even with 10 men they were solid out but they all these games in hand we've said it before they mean nothing if you don't win and I think bad day for them just on the fact that Derby and Birmingham who we come to later both got wins yesterday yeah. um, really puts more pressure on Rotherham when that happens yeah. um, so we move on to uh, Preston uh, since our last show they've had a new manager when oh, they got they, sacked um, they actually a full-time manager they got? No, no, no. He's just they're under new management at the moment. Oh, like, I, I was just looking there, Gareth. He's worth saving. Yeah, he might be bad. It's a huge decision. We'll come to that in a minute. Um, I know they were somewhat lucky to get a point yesterday. Yeah, they did look hard. a lot better though. Um, Sinclair should have scored early on. An amazing strike from Beneda gave Norwich the lead, and after that. They settled. Preston were kind of on top early on. Once Norwich took the lead, they settled. Hookie had a bad day in front of goal. Missed yeah, three, at least. Very, very good chances. Even, yeah, I was just going to say, he could have had a hat trick. <laughs> you know. Um, but what impressed the, the caretaker boss there for Preston and the fans is the players had a lot more fight in them, a lot more like passion, desire, and they kept going. They got the equaliser, was it five minutes into stoppage time? Yeah. But, got that, the goal. Doesn't that show, though, that they didn't want to play for Alex? It seems like it. it. It did yesterday. It seemed like they were far more into the game yesterday and really gave everything. And maybe they just needed that fresh start, a fresh look. Um, for Norwich, though, because of results um, yesterday with Swansea and with, uh, with Brentford, they only need 10 points from their last seven games to be sure of promotion. Yeah. Um, for Preston, it's all about a strong finish, I suppose, to the season. And like you said, Ainsworth's the favourite. Huge decision. They have to get it right. Yeah, but you know, Roy Keane is also on the list. And Nicky Butch. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's, it's, a, it's a massive decision. Yeah. It's a massive I don't know. Decision. It's one day have to get it right. Have to get it right. Have to get the right guy in. Because be, it's important that they start next season well. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what happens though. As you say, look, like Aylesworth's with Wickham, like, you know what I mean? Will he will he go down with Wickham and stay at Wickham? Um yeah, like the only the only thing that's linking him to the job is obviously he had a career at Preston. Like he played with him in '93, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like that's that's. But he all, loves Wickham. Yeah, that's always a big team. But he's a Wickham man. Um, like he's, he I think he's, he's, he went Wickham since 2012. Like that's over nine years. I, yeah. I, you you just don't know what to think. Like you know what I mean? But like when you look yeah. at the list of names that are linked to to Preston. There's no real major names. I know Roy Keane's there, Nicky Butts there, like, but Jesus, it doesn't. It, it just doesn't seem to be an appealing, you know, an appealing no, no. thing, like, you know what I mean? Which is sad. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe it's what they need. They just need someone who suits the team. Like we've seen what happened with Burnsley when they pulled some guy out of thin air, basically, who just yeah. suited the team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, huge decision to make. We move on into another big game at the bottom. Uh, QPR Coventry. Really bad result for Coventry, who were like Jekyll and Hyde. At home, they're brilliant. Away from home, they're awful. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're really in trouble now, Coventry again. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. There's just something about their home form where you know they can win at home. Yeah. And QPR, yeah. though, finishing the season strong again. Willow could an yeah. early goal in OG. Then Chair made a three. Yeah. Um, to be honest, this could have been 12 mil. Morosi and the Coventry goal made some great saves. 
Um, I don't know what it is. It's 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 almost the opposite of what Preston were early season. Coventry just can't play away from home. <laughs> QPR as well have gotten in good players. They've been on a good run since January. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they had a good end to last season. They just need to start the season well. It's so important in the championship to have a good start to the season. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think they've got the right manager for the club there as well. Like, he's experienced in the division. He knows the club. He knows the players. Yeah. Yeah. Strange, um, I, watched, I watched the highlights. QPR looked brilliant. Yeah. But like, the goals, they were like, a lot of corners and stuff. You know what I mean? A lot of kind of like, um, yeah. there wasn't really much open play in the game. Like, but look, Coventry normally don't fall either, which is scary because we we're so used to seeing Coventry put up a fight like and they might lose a three two or yeah. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's not a good time for them to be kind of, you know, taking a three nil hit, like, you know what I mean? Especially in a, in a relegation battle. But I just hope they stay up for the for the selfish reason I want to be in Coventry next year for the game. It might be, it's going to be very close. I think so. Yeah, I, think I mean so. they are. I mean, I think like they're not great away from home. Coventry are capable of getting a couple of wins, a couple of draws, maybe at home, but they're you feel they're going to need to get an away result to stay up somewhere. Have to, yeah, they have to. You know what I mean? They have to. Like if if you look at the fixtures, I think the next game is against Bristol. It's yeah. actually at home, yeah. I believe. Um, so like they need to be, they need to beat Bristol. Simple as because yeah. you know what I mean. You're not going to um, like the only good team early because obviously Rotherham are playing Wickham. So like you know, yeah. But look, Coventry. I hope they stay up. 3 nils are good enough against QPR, but QPR have been good the last couple of weeks, lads, as we know. They yeah. could have, they're, they're, not, they're not, you know what I mean? They're kind of, they're on a bit of a momentum, like. Yeah, they brought in, they, they brought in some players and they, they seem to work. Yeah, they, they do. do. They seem to work. Yeah. Um, again, they're a team that could be dangerous next season if they get the summer uh -huh. right. Yeah. yeah. They're, like, they're missing that final, that final ingredient, lads, because yeah. they have the players and they, they produce young players. Yeah. Like we could look at any stand eleven for QPR, every every single one of them is an absolute baller. Yeah. So if they could bring in a good manager, not saying they haven't got a good manager yeah. or something that can can you know what I mean, make sure that it's consistent yeah. throughout the season. Yeah. QPR will be back in the Premier League, like yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And I think Willock is Willock has been great since he went there. He's um, you know, he was very highly rated as a youngster. I think he was at United before he went to Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. um, he. Left Arsenal, big decision, good Benfica. Didn't work out from there for three years. Barely played. Comes into QPR. It's taken him a, a little bit to settle, but now he seems confident and, you know, we're kind of seeing the player that everyone thought he could be. Yeah, yeah. So, huge for QPR to keep a hold of him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Move on then to another game, big at the top and bottom. Watford 1-0 over Sheffield Wednesday. Not a good game at all. Um. Sars cross Tom Lee's put it into his own net early on. Rhodes had a great chance for Wednesday, but they really, really, really need to. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that was back. actually. Do you know what? That was. If I was the manager, I'd be snapping over that. That was very bad. Yeah, it wasn't a great. He had so much space at the back. He's better than that. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, it won't help Wednesday though. New manager comes in, tested positive for COVID, I believe. Um. He's at home. He missed the game. He's going to miss training probably all week. Yeah. Uh, not what they want. No. As for Watford, yeah. Watford I wonder. Control a second. I wonder. What, I wonder what Watford could they pip Norwich for first first place? No. I don't think they will. They They're have. Of the four teams, 
that are like the top four, Watford have by far the hardest running. Yeah, but they're playing Norwich. Um, they've got to play. They've got to play Norwich still. They've got to play Swansea still. They've got to play Brentford still. Yeah, yeah. They're six points so even, Norwich at the moment. They are there, and they're nine ahead of Swansea and Brentford, who have games in hand that they can cut the six points. But I mean, Watford could lose to Norwich, could lose to Swansea, could lose to Brentford, and find themselves yeah. in the playoff spots instead of going up as yeah. well, just as easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they have a nice gap, which is what they want. But still work to do. Yeah. And you know, especially those last two games of the season are Swansea and Brentford, I think, for Watford. So yeah. Yeah. it'll be interesting. I've been impressed with Watford the last few weeks. I, I, I wasn't for a while, but like they seem to have clicked. Yeah, at the right time. And I, you know, they are in control of the second spot. I mean, yeah. you know, three, four more wins out of their last games, and they should be going up as well. Yeah. Uh, which will make the playoffs very, very interesting. I mean, if you have, if Bournemouth make it in, and you've got Brentford, Swansea, Bournemouth, and whoever else, whether it's Barnsley, Cardiff, or Reading. In that, that's going to be really exciting playoffs. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And um, move on. Then Jerry spoke about Wickham, and uh, the, you know, they look doomed still. But you never, never know. Their next two games are actually against two bottom sides. Yeah, you just never, never if, know. If they win two um, of them. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Looking at this one from what I saw anyway, it looked like Ainsworth changed formation slightly. Did, this yeah. one in, and yeah. the way they played. Yeah. Um it worked. They made it very, very hard for Blackburn to play. Uh they had the better chances by far. Ikpezu had an effort block. Then um Onedima scored and they deserved it. Blackburn, you know. I think Steve I think it was a quarter of the way through the season you predicted that Wickham would get on to a little run towards the end of the season Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, they've had 7 wins 9 draws I think 23 losses but let's be fair they're, uh, some of the losses were kind of harsh now goal difference to be fair like they are at minus 35 so performance wise they have been the worst team in the, in the championship you know you can't deny that yeah. Yeah. no it's a, it's a stat that's there, but we watched them play and they've been unlucky. Yeah. Now, as you say, Phil, if they, if they win the next two games, they're at 36 points. Luton and Rotherham. So yeah. it's interesting. Now, tactically and, and realistically, they can't stay up, but they have to win all the games and the other teams have to lose, you know. Yeah. But it's, it's mad. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's football. It's been a great season to cover, but I'm telling you now, They'll go out with a fight, and it's good to see them. They've played Cardiff on the last game of the season. Yeah. 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 Tough one, tough one. But, you know, again, it'll give them that bit of confidence they'll probably need going into League One next season if they go down, if they can finish the season strong. The thing is, like, if they lose yeah. their manager, then it's a whole different story. Yeah, yeah, if they do, if they do. Um, it'll be a strange one. As for Blackburn, they really need to do something. I know they're more or less safe, and they should be, unless disaster happens. But they're in awful form. Yeah, really bad. Yeah. It's hard to yeah, yeah, it's shocking. And they are a good team. Like, we, Jesus, yeah. like, when you look at the squad they have, lads. Yeah. What's gone wrong at all? Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's scary yeah. to see a Blackburn, a Blackburn team with when, that. Like, when's the last time Armstrong scored? Yeah, been a while. Been a while for a few, few players. Um, yeah. Just a few dips in form. And, uh, yeah. Strange one. 
strange one. But yeah, Blackburn need to turn something around for the end of the season to give that bit of confidence going in next year. Good young team. Yeah. But, you know, confidence just doesn't seem to be there at the moment. No, it's and not. Good experience. I think Armstrong's injured. Is he or is he, is he out of the squad? I played, I. Yeah, he's just, I don't know. He's had oh. a few games recently where he's not got many chances. Yeah. Like I said, I think, I can't remember if it was if it was Stoke or if it was Wickham. There was a team about a month ago that stopped playing a high line against Blackburn and giving him space to run in behind. And yeah. everyone seems to have adapted to that when they play them. Yeah. And they just, yeah, they just can't seem to, to get him the ball where he wants it. Moving on to two teams that are currently in the playoff spots, Barnsley and Reading, one all drawn this. And first, I need to apologise to Lucas Show because about a month ago, he scored his 21st goal of the season, yeah. and I said he could hit 30. He hasn't scored since, and he's missed some bad ones since <laughs> yes. then. Yesterday is yes. probably yes. being the worst. worst I've seen, yeah. It was an open goal, and he put it wide. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. What, 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 what did give it as a foul because the keeper pulled your man to the ground? I, yeah, I mean, it was a strange one. First off, it was a blind pass back to the keeper. They didn't realise there was a... I think it was Mite, probably. Yeah, it was, I think. That was you know, from the previous attack. So, basically, they passed it to him. And he ran from behind the goalkeeper to get the ball, laid it off to Joe, who then had an open goal, and he just put it wide. It was an awful miss Yeah, for a guy that scored 21 goals this season, but he's out of form. Um, Barnsley, as well, will feel a little hard done by second game in a row. They've had a goal rule out. Apparently, yeah, there was a foul on the goalkeeper. I thought that was a goal, to be honest. Yeah, it's the second game in a row that's happened to them. But they've had a goal ruled out by a dodgy call from the referee. So, Their penalty was very, very soft. Very soft, yeah. Um, yeah, for the goals of Jaria, based onto a ball over the top to give Reading the lead penalty, like you said, pretty soft. Moa tucked it away. Both teams battling to stay in the playoffs. Uh, Barnsley, the goal disallowed, and Joe's miss. Both teams will probably feel they could have won or lost the game. So, yeah, I don't know. Will they be too disappointed with a draw? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think by yeah. Reading, Reading will be more disappointed. I think overall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of those two teams is probably going to end up in the playoffs. Yeah, I think so. Like Barnsley are just on a very bad kind of. They're drawing a lot. They're drawing a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Reading are just, it would be awful because Reading have been in the top six pretty much since the season started. I don't think they've been outside it. Maybe the odd yeah. game here and there. Yeah. yeah. It would be so tough on them to not make it into the playoffs. Yeah. But their form hasn't been great. Move on then to one of the big shocks and probably the, um, the one that had a big impact at top and bottom, this one Birmingham beating Swansea. Yeah. Um, yeah, just went down very late, didn't they? Like Friday night, yeah, 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 yeah. It was a delay kickoff, whatever. Um, I'm not gonna lie, lads, I, I'm absolutely delighted. I watched the game and I rarely ever get a chance to watch a game, but the fact that the kickoff was late, I watched yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Boyer looked apart, Boyer really looked apart. Uh, Birmingham looked good, and I'm gonna be selfish, lads. I just want him to stay up for the simple reason. I want the three of us to attend the game there next season. And that's yeah. been selfish, I know. But look, this should not be where they are. And I think Boyer, you know, I have to say, first of all, he's, Jesus, he really looks like a manager. You know, yeah. he's got a look about him. Um, yeah. he, he, you know what I mean? They brought him in at the right time. I, I didn't think it was going to work out. But look, clearly, there's enough games. They, they've yeah. seen it. 
I think they could possibly stay up, and if they do, it's great news. Yeah, they could actually stay up. No, I think you're right. Boyer's the right man because yeah. he knows the club and he's been there. Yeah. Um, strange game for Swansea uh, we'll come to them now in a minute uh, I think Lowe had probably their best chance of the game, uh, Etheridge made the save from that one um, yeah, two penalties for Birmingham first one, Dukowitz um, tried oh. to smash it down the middle Woodman barely had to move and yeah. parried it away, they always look great when they when they come off but when they don't you look ridiculous yeah and uh, yeah the second penalty, and uh, Hogan stepped up and tucked it away. Yeah. To huge, huge, huge win for Birmingham. Still work to do, like you say, Jerry, but massive yeah. for them. Yeah. While Swansea, three defeats in a row for Swansea, is really worrying heading into the end of the season. Yeah, I would have There was no way I would have said it because they had the games in hand. They were sitting beautifully in third spot, um, and we were right. Like, we could actually break into the top two here. Yeah. That's what we were saying a couple of weeks ago, but like. What a catastrophe, lads. Yeah. Lose three on Awful, awful time yeah. um, for them to be hitting that kind of form. But the thing is, they got some luck for ages, so they kind of rolled it. They did, and it's, it's going against them now. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've got a couple of dodgy penalties in eight minutes. They gave away two yesterday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, massive result at the bottom because Birmingham were really in trouble. Massively in trouble. I know they're up to 20th um, and they're chasing yeah. Derby, Derby and Huddersfield. Like, we can see them leapfrogging to 18th. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're not safe by any means, Birmingham, but like you said, good manager. They're kind of getting results lately. Yeah. They win one and they lose one. That seems to be the, the way That will going. probably be enough to keep them up. Yeah, yeah. it will. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. yeah. Like, 41 so, points. Do you know what I mean? They have conceded quite a lot of goals yeah. this season, lads, but look, I'm going to be selfish and I know this is taking away from the show. I just want to be at a game next year in Birmingham to watch Birmingham City play. Um, Boyer is the man to do it. Look, I, I think they will. I think they'll. I, 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 I know Huddersfield have 38 games and they're kind of a game in hand, like, you know, but I, I reckon Birmingham might finish in 19th or 18th spot. Yeah. 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 Right. No, it's a, it's a strange one. Um, move on to the last game then. Huddersfield, Brentford, a one all draw here. Uh, Brentford just giving away in crazy goals all season and they had another one they gave away here which was awful a bit of pressing at the back somehow it ended up with O'Brien and you know the players were all over the place goalkeeper was in no man's land and he was able to tuck it home um, I don't know Brentford best of the game really and the manager can't say it but the referee was shocking yesterday yeah. Oh, yeah. he was absolutely awful Big and fight. he caught Brentford for that yeah. Um, absolutely clear handball in the box from Naby Sire. Long ball played forward. He took it down with his hand in the box. Yeah, and everybody in the stadium, from all the players, managers, staff, saw the handball except for the linesman and the referee. Yeah. Everybody else saw the handball. Yeah, so it was absolutely crazy. They didn't get that. Then oh, there was yeah. one I think in the, was it near the end of the first half when your man clattered like Tony was yeah. fouled on the edge of the box. Yeah, and the yeah. ref gave a free out. Um, yeah, it was crazy. Janssen had a header cleared off the line. Janlet had a good effort that was so, um, goals. 
Yeah, it's 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 a bit strange that they do that because, as you say, look, they were so dominant all season and they're falling into that little trap now again of, of, of not making that automatic promotion. Yeah. Um, oh, they've not been frustrating. Obviously, they've been kind of solid enough all season, but like, you know what I mean? I think if they don't win their next game or if Watford win, they're going to fold and they're going to say, right, let's just stay in the playoff, play half-decent football, keep all the players fit, no injuries, mm-hmm. and then... We will chase that playoff and try and win the playoff. They don't up this season, like they're never going to walk. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's just like the whole Leeds United team that took Leeds United 16 years to get into the Premier League again. But like, they've been pretty unlucky. Like, like Brentford will always be there about, but I think they're, they're going to get massively rated if they don't go into the Premier League for next season. There's going to be yeah. two or three of their big players gone. Yeah, yeah, but they're just so good at replacing them. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, there, but they should have won yesterday. They should have won five today, in, in all honesty, but they didn't. Um, yeah. So, yeah, strange for them. But I look, I saw a lot of like the way Brentford players, the chance they created. They've got eight games left. I could see them winning seven of those eight games. Yeah. Finishing they second ahead of Watford. They good. looked really good yesterday. Another day, they win that game 4 1 easily. Remember, they went on that just winning streak for ages. They did, and I think they're capable of doing that again. Um, I think they've got all their players back fit. Um, I'm not sure if Henry was in the team yesterday. I don't think he was. Um, him aside, they just looked really good. They couldn't get the win, but they look good. Huddersfield, like you said, Jerry, they're still down there. They good point for them to keep them kind of above it. But they're another team that can't afford to lose their next three or four matches. Yeah, no. No, like as you said, they, they do have that game in hand, which means they can leapfrog. I think it's Preston. I think they're 17, yeah. so Huddersfield or 18. Uh, yeah. Like Forest are pretty much on the up. Uh, but yeah. I think like, you can't see them really drop below sure. Um But yeah, as you say, look, football is crazy. I just think Brentford have really, you know, they have a game in hand. Yeah, they'll be on 72 points, six games behind Watford. I don't know if they have to play at Watford. Yeah, I, Watford have a very tough run in. That that's yeah. the other side of it. Watford, are playing, as you said, like they're playing all the top. I think I can't then. remember if they're playing them or if it's Swansea that have to play them both. Yeah, but, um, just, um, I'm going to look up there now. But I know yeah. they still have to play Norwich, and they, you know, if if, if, away Brentford play, if Brentford have to play a Watford and they have this game in hand and they win the game in hand and then they play a Watford, then you're saying yourself, right? Maybe Brentford can nip that second spot, but look. Statistically, Watford have been, you know what I mean? I think to me, they have been they have been very good the last couple of weeks. Like, taking nothing away from Norwich. Norwich have just kind of about their business quietly. It's, it's, Brentford it's, really... Yeah, it's the running that Watford have, and it is them, yeah. Like, Watford's games, they still have left to play. Away to Middlesbrough, home to Reading, away to Luton, away to Norwich, home to Millwall, away to Brentford, and then home to Swansea. That's, a tough, it's, that's it's, a tough running. That second spot's there for the taking. Um, and look, Swansea are just, you know what I mean? Swansea are level with Brentford, like they bought on yeah. 69, you know, 38 games played. Um, Swansea are actually the better team because they've yeah. they've won more than Brentford, like, you yeah. know what I mean? So it's it's and gonna be you, interesting. It is really it is, gonna be interesting. Is. And if you look at that Norwich game, which is in four games' time, I think, that yeah. could be a game where if Norwich get a win or a draw, they get promoted. Yeah. They deserve to go up. Norwich have been brilliant. As you say, mm-hmm. look, they've got about their business quietly. Um, but that, 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 you know what I mean? We're looking at that sixth spot, lads. And you have yeah. Carrick and Bournemouth chasing that. That's where the interest is going to be. Now, yeah. 
in, if Bournemouth win that game in hand, which they yeah. which they have, they leapfrog into sixty fifth. That well, I'll look take Burnley as well. If we look at Brentford's running here, they're eight games. They're home to Birmingham, away to Preston, who are terrible at home lately. Yeah. Then they're home to Millwall, home to Cardiff, away to away to Bournemouth, home to Rotherham, home to Watford, and then away to Bristol City on the last game of the season. Yeah. yeah. I would be super, they could I would win be, seven of those eight games quite easily. Yeah. I would be super pissed off if Norwich, Watford, and Bournemouth go up into the Premier League. Oh, season. yeah, that would, yeah. The first time that all three teams I got ready to get to go back up. Yeah. 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 That will annoy me so much. Yeah, yeah. really annoy me because it's, and I, I don't mean that in a bad way. I love all the clubs to bits, but I'd like to see Burnsley or Brentford go mm. up. I've yeah. seen Swansea in the Premier League plenty of times, and yeah. Redden haven't been a team that keep proving me wrong. No, yeah. who knows? Redden might keep them out of the spot, but look, yeah. if, if Norwich, Watford, and, and Bournemouth go back into the Premier League, I would be demented. Yeah, Swansea as well playing. Um... You know, their run-in is Preston, Millwall, Wednesday, Wickham, QPR, Reading, Derby and Watford. I mean, their games, they could all potentially win as well. Yeah. But they're playing teams at the bottom who are fighting for their lives, so they're not games you want. Yeah, you want those teams in mid-table. Yeah. yeah. Fellas yeah. are willing to break legs. Willing yeah. to break their legs to stay up, you know what I mean? We've seen, yeah. we've seen it, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's yeah. so... That's what we're at a vital we're at a vital stage of the season, and I'm, I'm just yeah. all I say if Bournemouth, Warford, and Norwich go up, I will go away. <laughs> You'll see yeah. me walking past yeah. Charles Cross, Steve. I won't be. <laughs> I'll be walking for days. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, no, I do think. I think Brentford have a great chance, even though they are, like you said, nine points behind them at the minute with that yeah. game in hand. Because I can't see them winning seven, at least yeah. of those last eight games. Warford yeah. in as well. Yeah. And Watford's run is very tough. Teams at the top. They're playing yeah. a lot of teams up near the top of the table. Yeah. And like we said, Norwich need 10 points to win. So if they win their next three, that game against Watford becomes the home game where they could get promoted back into the Premier League. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, so we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. So what about your goal of the week? I, I think the Reading goal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, nice goal. Nice. Fletcher's free kick, brilliant. It's the control of the ball and how far it was hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Beneda's goal as well for Norwich was very good. Yeah, I like Fletcher's free kick though. I like a set piece. We go with that. Uh, your player of the week? Uh, oh. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, he's yeah. Paul was brilliant. That's, yeah, he looked like the Lionel Very Messi good. of the championship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The shock yeah. of the week. Does it have to be Birmingham at home? I four two of yeah, I'd say so because other results aren't. Yeah, I mean, given Swansea's form, it's not a massive shock. But going through the other results, you know, yeah. maybe the Huddersfield Brentford one as well. Huddersfield haven't been in good form. Yeah, I think um, I think Forest yeah. and Cardiff for me was a shock. Um, yeah, Forest that was another one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, team of the week, team display of the week, whichever QPR, way. Yeah, yeah, I think QPR were brilliant. Yeah, and again for a team that are not playing for a whole lot, it's it's you know credit to the manager. Yeah. To see that they're still up. Definitely. For the games. Okay, we look ahead. Um, Easter weekend, so all the games bar two are actually on Monday. Middlesbrough against Watford. You know what, Middlesbrough. Borough, yeah. I think a draw on that one. Yeah, I don't know why Watford. Um, Blackburn, Bournemouth. Bournemouth. 
Yeah, like I want Blackburn to win, but Bournemouth will win. I, I think it'll be Bournemouth. I think Blackburn need to sort out their form. Coventry home to Bristol City, huge game for Coventry. Coventry. Yeah, I think a draw on this one too. I think Bristol are going to have to be up for it after the last performance. Tough away game for Barnsley going to Luton. Yeah, if they don't win this, they're not going to get the playoffs. Yeah, tough one. I can, I I can see Barnsley nicking it though. Yeah, I, ho- I, I hope they win. So I'm going to say it's one, Barnsley. The number, the number yeah. three one flashed into my head, and it was Luton getting yeah. that three one. But I'm going to say Barnsley. Yeah, Barnsley, cool. Nottingham Forest, QPR. A draw. Uh, two teams, decent draw. form. Draw. Draw. Yeah. QPR. Yeah, I think maybe a home win there. Reading Derby. Another draw. Big game for Reading. Big game for Derby. Another. I, I'm going to say two two. Two two. Score draw on that one. One little to Reading. Yeah, I think Reading are going to win at home and put Derby under pressure. Huge game down at the bottom. Rotherham home to Wickham. Yeah, Wickham. Definitely. Think Wickham in their form. Yeah, definitely. 3-2 to Wickham. Yeah, I think Rotherham are going to win this. I think just, you know, just the way Wickham's luck has been going, something dodgy could happen in that game again to give Rotherham the win. Uh, Stoke, Millwall. Again, two teams that are kind of in those mid-table spots battling each other, I suppose. Stoke, I'd say. Stoke 1-0. Yeah. A 1-0 Stoke, a classic, yeah. Swansea, Preston. You know, Preston looked a lot better. Swansea Preston. in trouble. Preston. Yeah. Yeah, Preston. Yeah. Yeah, I can see I can see Preston taking that one as well, which would be good news for Swansea, obviously. Uh, big game at top and bottom again, Sheffield Wednesday against Cardiff. Trade yeah. to Cardiff. I'm going to say Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Cardiff will do it. I think just... On the basis, Wednesday are going to be without their manager. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe. Is why. Um, so he hasn't been there. Uh, Tuesday then, big game again, top and bottom. Brentford home to Birmingham. Two nil to Brentford. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I I, I can see Brentford hammering Birmingham in this game. Could be I four then, to be honest. I could see this being a four-one, five-one. Um, I think they're going to take out their frustrations of the Huddersfield game on Birmingham. Maybe, yeah. And finally, then Norwich against Huddersfield, another big game, top and bottom. Norwich, Huddersfield, two yeah. one. Huddersfield for Jerry's going for the shock in this one. Yeah, yeah. I think Norwich at home. I think they're just they know how to get over the line, so I think they'll do it. But yeah, that could well be the shock. Yeah. So uh, that's it, guys. Uh, we will be talking to you again shortly. Um, got a lot of big games tomorrow and Tuesday. It's getting exciting, getting very exciting as we move into the final weeks of the season. Yeah. Bring that. It's exciting yeah. times. Sweating exactly. every week. Yeah. So thanks everyone for listening and uh, we'll be talking to you again soon. Cool. Sounds good.